Got a doggo and want to support the pato? Use the affiliate link in our show notes, BarkBox.com backslash Jacob Stanley, that's Jacob with a K, and sign up for BarkBox. Each month, BarkBox brings your dog more than $40 worth of toys, treats, and chews tailored especially for your pup, curated from each month's unique themed collection. Is your puppers into Stranger Things? Would they dig on some Bego waffles or a demo bat? Maybe they prefer the wizarding world of Harry Potter and want a sorting hat or a headwig of their very own. So click on the link in our show notes, BarkBox.com backslash Jacob Stanley, that's Jacob with a K, or go to our website, JacobStanley.com, and use the link provided to help support our pod and bring monthly dog joy right to your door. Oh, and by using our link, you get an additional month free. That's BarkBox.com backslash Jacob Stanley. In October of 2011, four college students disappeared in the woods near Porter Township, Pennsylvania, while researching a documentary on children's author Jacob Stanley. They remain missing to this day. Last month, their recordings appeared online. In an effort to aid in the investigation, the families of those missing have agreed to release the following sound files. If anyone has information on those missing or the identity of the person or persons who uploaded these files, please use the contact information provided. Anything submitted may be used in future episodes. Certain materials referenced in this podcast, including the published works of Jacob Stanley, are currently protected under U.S. copyright law and may be redacted. For legal reasons, some names have been withheld and voices altered. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the podcasters and participants and do not represent the official policy or position of the Iphigenia County Police Department of Porter Township, Pennsylvania, or its associates. This podcast contains adult themes and language. Listener discretion is advised. Announcement. Upon learning that we receive new audio from our podcast tip line, the police have formally requested time to review the new material before we share it with the public. I have informed the Iphigenia County Police Department that they have until September before I release these newly recovered sound files. They can't get their shit together by then, they can just listen along with the rest of us. We will return with these new episodes starting September 7th. In the interim... We will be updating this podcast feed with messages received via our tip line and any additional developments. We will still be releasing a special episode courtesy of the television program America Unanswered. Audio will be released via the podcast feed. So stay tuned. And thank you so much for listening. File labeled 010, Rough Cut, Episode 10, Tell Me a Story, The True Life of Jacob Stanley. Yeah, we're back up. So we are now outside of Jacob Stanley's mausoleum and are filming the neighboring graves and taking pictures like we promised. Thanks, Jeebus, for night vision. Why do you think someone broke in there? Hmm. Might have been random. Trooper said there were issues with vandalism. Right. Or maybe we're not the only ones who know that this is the grave of E. Jacob Stanley and they just, I don't know.
Oh my God. <laughs> we thought that the payphone ringing was the bell tree lady. I didn't know what that was. We're so stupid. <laughs> Shall we? Oh, right, right. Do you think that was Tolan calling to check on us? Maybe. Oh, shit. If that was him, we still have like 20 minutes before they get here. I'm okay with that. I love graveyards. Ordinarily, I would agree, but I kind of want to get out of here. My nerves are fried. It's even kind of nice out, warmer somehow. It is warm, isn't it? Yeah. Our day? Yeah. What day is it? I honestly have no idea. All <sighs> oh, these days are turning into one. <sighs> Big swirl. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey swirl. We really should have done this on the way in to the mausoleum. I have some pictures from earlier that we can use. I hope so. I do. Here. Look. Perfect. These are way better than... Oh, wait. What? Look. No way. Yeah. Shit! Which one is it? Uh, well, the gate is here, so it would be right over there. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I can't believe we missed this. I mean, I can. Today's been a bit of a shit show. <clears throat> uh... Okay? Yeah, we're good. Uh, after exiting Stanley's vandalized mausoleum, we randomly began reviewing photos taken earlier in the evening. And in one of the pictures, we discovered that next to Stanley's grave lies the final resting place of his high school bully, the boy who we believe was the reason Stanley was kicked out of Amherst Prep. No shit! Oh, God! Sorry, I was trying to be quiet so I wouldn't scare you. Well, that did not work. So that's Harrison K. McKechnie's grave. Appears to be. That's odd, right? Kinda. How the hell did you guys even get here so fast? That phone just stopped ringing. Uh, Chuck didn't come. She ditched me with Whitaker and happened upon Miss Loretta downstairs. By the time she got back up to the room, she was walking sideways. Ah, okay. Made me put a t-shirt over the deer head so it could make eye contact. But why was she calling? I, I don't know, I didn't tell her to. It says McKechnie died in 1966. So... He was like a teenager? Huh. Can we get out of here, please? Yeah, but did you get enough pictures? Yes. Just checking. How was Whitaker? Oh, girl, do we need to talk. Have you ever seen The Third Man? What? No. Orson Welles? Carol Reed directing? What does that have to do with- It doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, too excited. My brain is all over the place. Uh, <laughs> you might want to be sitting down for this. WTV New York. If your child has been to a school book fair recently, chances are they came home with one of this author's scary books. Our guest tonight's first anthology leapt to the top of the New York Times bestsellers list. Over the past few years, he has become a household name. gap between Alvin Schwartz and Stephen the King. The devil is among us, friend. He's among us in the form of a writer. It may have struggled during its initial release in 1977, but now tell me a story. Under the bed, that's over my head. Many parent organizations complained that his work was too sophisticated for children. Your homes and your children's minds. Tell me a story.
Moonless Sky, and other friends. Sold out from bookstores in mere minutes. Becoming Stanley's books ranked on the American Library Association's 100 Most Frequently Challenged Books from 1981. Stanley's books promote disobedience, violence, and the occult. His Tell Me a Story collection, The Floor That Creaks, The Closet That Speaks, and The Tiptoes That You Walk On, was released in 1986 to Massacre. Check their bookshelves. Check their backpacks. I do think his final book, released in 99, TMAS, The Nightmare, The Dream, The Places Between, was by far his best work. has been described as subversive and dark. I simply describe it as genius. It is my pleasure to introduce... Please welcome... Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Jacob Stanley. Mr. Jacob Stanley! Jacob Stanley. Little to nothing is known about the life of this elusive author. And since 1999, Jacob Stanley seems to have completely dropped off the face of the earth. Until a short, two-line obituary appeared in a small-town paper over a year ago. From Boo Labs and Red Cup Media, I'm Tolan Reed. And I'm Avery Fisher. This is Tell Me a Story, the true life of Jacob Stanley. Yes, two seconds. Uh, it is 7.20 a.m. on... Shit, what day is it? Tuesday. Or Thursday. It always feels like Thursday. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, it's today at 7.20 a.m. Um, right after we left the graveyard, Tolan filled us in on the call with Whitaker and the manuscript... So when we got back to the room, we just started cataloging all of the stuff from the Stanley home and the bag from the RV. None of us have slept. Uh, Trooper What's-A-Shit hasn't come over with RJ's bag, so we don't know what's in those yet, but we have just finished going through everything here, and so far, no manuscript. Uh, lots of weird shit, though. Haven't gotten to review any of the... Audio or Super Ace in depth. <sighs> we played some in the background while we worked, but it's a lot. At the very least, Chuck has been able to rip everything from the VHS tapes and put them on uh, the drive, which is good. Uh, Debbie made waffles. So, we're gonna go eat waffles. And figure out the rest of our day. How can you even think about food right now? Oh my god! You have one new message. First voice message. Just got Tolan's message. Sorry you didn't find the manuscript, but good work clearing the decks. Uh, yeah, and I agree, it's a bit odd that his bully is buried next to him. Especially since, according to the interwebs, the McKechnies have their own million-dollar plot at Mount Auburn Cemetery in Cambridge. So, riddle me that. I would check those school records he got, because if he died in 66, he would have still been a student at the Amherst when he passed. Sorry to say a little bit of a stalemate on Randolph. 
Can't find anyone who repped him. And it appears that the only illustration credit he has is Stanley's last book. But come hell or high water, I'm going to track down the name of that assistant. Got an itch for it now. Okay, so onward and upward. No, 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 no. Start again. Here. All right. Thank you, thank you. Well, wait. What nonsense did my mom tell you about the bell tree? That a patient from the Mendenhall hanged himself there. She said there was this poem about it. Don't go out to the wood, dear friends. Yeah, the wind doth howl and the branch doth creak, summoning the lady far up at Great Peak. Yeah, yeah. We went out there yesterday and... Whoa. That's one creepy bush, girl. Here, check out these pics. Yeah, it's creepiness is not up for debate. But it's not because a Mendenhall patient hanged themselves from that tree. Why then? <clears throat> Back in the day, it was a witch hanging tree. Huh? Say what now? But PA is like known for only ever having one witch trial. It was like the anti-Salem. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, William Penn was big on religious freedom. Well, religious freedom for some. And that just so happened to include witchcraft and faith healing, folk magic. Seriously? Don't get too excited. Because when Penn died, the state created laws against witchcraft. And I guess the people of Porter saw that as a big thumbs up to start hanging women left and right. No shit. And did they ever take to it here? They executed more women than the Salem witch trials ever did. <laughs> Excuse me. They murdered more women than the Salem witch trials ever did. How many? Do you know? About 250 or so. Shit. Other towns even started bringing their witches here to be hanged and buried. What? Why? Not many places in PA took to the new laws like Porter did. It was a veritable witch hanger's safe haven. Hell, it even kick-started our economy. How? That big quarry over there? Yeah? Started as a witch grave blocking business. What? Oh, shit, yeah, that's a thing. You put a large stone over the buried body of a witch so it couldn't rise back up. That entire industry started because they needed large cuts of stone to cover dead witches. That's some fucked up shit. So the bell tree isn't cursed because of the ghost of some escaped mental patient. That land carries trauma from long before that. Okay, so we get back to the room and boom, Trooper is there, knocking on the door. RJ's out there talking to him now. No way! The hell? What do we think that was about? It was a good no way, right? Do you think, is it, is it the manuscript in one of the bags? I don't know. Should we go out there? I wouldn't. Right, right. Can you hear what they're saying? Did they start whispering? Why would they do that? So RJ and the super trooper now seem to be having some sort of secret conversation in the hallway. Are they still even out there? Shh. Wait. I think I hear something. Okay. Bye. Thanks again. What? You just screamed in the hallway. And then you started whispering. We thought you might have found the- Oh, no. The manuscript isn't in the bags. Ah, damn it. But I did find out about that Harrison guy. He recognized the name, like, right away. Oh. Don't get too excited. No, that's something. What did he say? First off, Tolan, here are the bags. Thank you. Okay, 
So he starts asking me all sorts of questions about the bags and saying how he did me such a big favor, blah, blah, blah. So just to change the subject, I mentioned that we saw Stanley's grave was vandalized. What? Why would you tell him that? He was interrogating me about the bags and I didn't know what to tell him. So I just tried to distract his focus. Shit, RJ. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Okay, so then he says that, oh, it's fine. Been like that for a while, blah, blah, blah. And before he can start up about the bags again, I bring up Harrison McKechnie's grave being nearby and how it's weird because we found out that he was Stanley's bully. And his face totally changes. Okay. Evidently, all the cops here know about it because it was such a big fuck up. Now, he was very stingy with the details, but what I got was that back in 1966, Harrison McKechnie's body was found drowned in the quarry. The witch block quarry? The what? Yes, the witch block quarry. And here's the thing. The cops didn't realize it was a student from the Amherst. They assumed he was some drifter or something. And by the time they discovered it was an Amherst student, they had already dropped the ball and had had his body cremated. Whoa. Can we circle back to the witch block quarry thing? What happened when Harrison's family found out? He said they were really embarrassed about it and didn't even come down here. The Amherst, on the other hand, got the entire Porter Township Police Department fired and have had final approval over law enforcement hires ever since, which cannot be legal. The Amherst owns the police department. That's freaking great. Why was the family embarrassed? Because their son drowned? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. That's all he told me before he got weird and scuttled off. Oh, did they think it was suicide? Oh, shit. It was 1966. Yeah, I don't know how well they processed things like that back in the 60s. Exactly. Hmm. So, we all up for a field trip to the quarry? Oh, girl. Tell me about this witch block thing, and then I will decide my level of involvement. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. And we are good. Wow, this is big. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is the best use of our time. Holy shit, this is stunning. Right? Why does this seem familiar? I don't know. What? You're making an I need to poo face. Wait. Wait. I know this place. Helen, are you okay? You brought stuff from the FMC with you? Well, you guys were so insistent we come here, and I didn't want to waste time. For the record, I was not insistent. We cataloged everything from those bags before we left. And really, I would prefer if that stuff lived in the room instead of out in the elements next to a massive body of water. Look at this. What is it? A sketchbook from the FMC. At least he didn't try to bring that big-ass folio out here. Are you okay? Look here and there. It's the same. And that side. And the trees. Even the thingy there. This is a drawing of this very spot. Holy crap. That is... That is undeniable. No way. No way. Fucking A right. I, I knew it seemed familiar. Stanley was here. Right here. Is it signed? What? Did he sign it? No, I mean, just a sketchbook. Why would he sign it? Well, it was in the FMC, but are we sure he drew it himself? Chuck, will you ever stop yucking my yum? Uh, not trying to yuck yums, but RJ and I went through a lot of his journals, and he wasn't, uh, 
and artist artist. He did more like line drawing caricatures in pencil, not oil pastel landscapes. Stanley's drawings were still super crazy interesting. Just mm. they don't look anything like this. Mm -mm. Is that all the sketches or? Whoa! Take hey! It easy. Maybe he changed styles when he worked with different mediums. Why are you being such a defensive maniac person? Oh fuck you, Charles. Fuck you, Tolan. No fuck you. I don't need. I'm over closer than the car at this point. Yeah. Okay. Track. Track. Yeah. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Every time I think this town can't get any creepier, I get shoved into a fresh hellscape like this. Being inside Marie Antoinette's corpse. I don't know how. Okay, gold leaf and mold. The chandeliers. That's the word. Well, parts of chandeliers. Some still have their crystals attached. Huh. Good for them. I'm not debating that patient 349 thing because I 100% believe he saw that shit. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Huh. Right? You see what I'm saying? Oh, shit. What? I'm not following. What if... What if... Oh, absolutely not. Why? Because that is ridiculous. You have no evidence. You don't even think he drew those. But he still had them. Oh, what about that poem from his first book? The water was so cold. We don't even know if any of those stories are true. But we do know that this kid got him kicked out of One hell of a motive. Motive? You a cop now? Fucking motive. That school was his way out, and Harrison just... What was that? Oh, it's just a woodchuck. Or is that a beaver? Could be a Nutria. I hate this place! <laughs> Nutria! Yeah, I think it's a beaver. Who gives a fuck? The rain has stopped. Can we just go, please? Or do you guys want to gang up on me again and destroy more of my childhood? Nope. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me. 
shit, shit! Are you kidding me right now? Did you do this? What? When you drove up here, did you hit something? <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah, I can't with this. Oh, you can't? Why won't with this? If you haven't guessed, we appear to have a flat tire. <laughs> they're, they're not going to help change this, are they? No. We appear to have a flat tire. <laughs> they're, they're not going to help change this, are they? No. <laughs> Great. Hope they cool down soon. They're just cranky from sleep deprivation. Whatever, we haven't slept either. You've done this before, yes? Of course. Yeah, my dad made me learn how. My dad even made me learn how to change the oil. Not that you'll ever see me do that. He always wanted me to learn manual. Never did. Wish I had got him to teach me. <laughs> if my mom had tried to teach me sticks, we would have killed each other. My mom did teach me to drive sticks. That was not pleasant. That's <laughs> not pleasant to ride in a car with at all. Our moms have that in common. My mom was a speedy woman. The way she drove, I constantly would slam my foot on the ground as if I had a break. <laughs> well, whenever I drove, all my mom would do is yell and shoot her arm out across me at every stop sign. Like I was some child without a seatbelt on. Same. And the thing is, I drive like a nana. I'm not bitch to drive five miles under the speed limit. <laughs> They found Jane yet? Shit, I hope so. End of file labeled 010 Rough Cut, Episode 10 Tell Me a Story The True Life of Jacob Stanley. Once again, we will return September 7th.
in the interim, we will be updating this podcast feed with messages received via our tip line and any additional developments. So stay tuned. If you have information on the missing, know the identity of the person or persons who uploaded these files, have a theory about the case, or have had your own unexplainable experiences in Iphigenia County, Pennsylvania, please record a message via our website at jacobstanley.com. We will soon be releasing a special episode courtesy of the television program America Unanswered. Audio will be released via the podcast feed. Thank you for listening. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the podcasters and participants. If anyone has information on those missing or the identity of the person or persons who uploaded these files, please use the contact information provided. Anything submitted may be used in future episodes. Tell Me a Story, The True Life of Jacob Stanley is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Sylvia Whitaker. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you have information on the missing, know the identity of the person or persons who uploaded these files, have a theory about the case, or have had your own unexplainable experiences in Iphigenia County, Pennsylvania, we want to hear from you. Please record a message via our website www.jacobstanley.com Messages may be used in future episodes. Voices will be altered and names redacted to protect your anonymity. For information on upcoming episodes, follow us on Instagram at Jacob Stanley Podcast or on Twitter at inappropriate F.